Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFL East Podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of the podcast on YouTube. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That's NFL boy Brandon. He's on YouTube. You can uh, like, share, and subscribe his stuff. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at EastNFL. What's up, fellas? Last week of football. We made it. Well, we made it. Yeah, the last week of regular season. Regular season, anyway, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We might, you know, maybe. Maybe. Who knows these days? You know, there's 18 and then. Week 18 and week 19 starts the playoffs, or you know, is there going to be an 18.5? Or you know, I'm sorry, I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows? 18.5, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Gives it hey, any scenario that gives us more football, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate it. Uh, yeah, right. So. Well, what the hell is gonna be the point five? Like, you played a 10 and then the game's <laughs> over or some shit. It's the, it's the flag football game, that yeah. Goes I know. All right, cool. Um, yeah, what we're gonna do tonight, fellas? We got a we got a fun show. We we got a whole lot of news from the east. Um, we're gonna work through. We're gonna, um, yeah, whole lot of stuff. And and then we are going to do our very last January NFL East Power Rankings. So I would took a look at who we chose for December back at the beginning of December. Man, we were way off. Or <laughs> I mean, we we well. We had the Dolphins number two. So just there you go. That's all you need to know about that, how bad we were. So we're going to um, restructure those and give them uh, and create our power rankings, our January power rankings going into the playoffs. So we're going to do that. That'll be pretty fun. We're going to take a look at um, what's on the line for week 18, and then we will preview um, the week 18 games um, and take a look back at our December preview and see how we did on that. But um yeah, so that's what we got planned. A whole lot of stuff should be a whole lot of fun. Uh, you guys, what do you guys think? You guys doing yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh yeah, definitely exciting. Yeah, whole exciting lot of talk about, whole lot to talk about, whole lot going on. Um, Hamlin seems to be getting better and moving in the right direction, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, he was curious on who won the game on Monday night. That was, yeah, you know, that's that's a great, a great sign. And I like the doctor's response. He said, Yes, you won at the you won at life. You, yeah, you won at life. You yeah. won your life. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I gotta say, it's pretty amazing. I really, uh, it looks so, uh, you know, dismal, like a dire situation yeah. for him. And yeah, yeah. Uh, to see that he's opened his eyes up, he's he's communicating. Uh, can't ask for better than that. Yeah, yeah. still has uh, movement and communication though, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Have they removed the breathing tube yet? I, I don't I think so. the, No, the last record I had, he was uh, still fifty percent, fifty percent breathing on his own, fifty percent needing help. So, yeah, um, which means the breathing tube would still be in. They're not going to do that until he gets closer to a hundred percent of breathing on his own. Yeah. Um, but it's a great step because I mean, this started with uh, him needing to be able to breathe a hundred percent with that. Yeah. So um, he's definitely moving in the right direction, which is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. It'll be, it'll be nice to see uh, if he does fully recover, which I think he will at this point uh, to see the sort of the 
outpouring of uh, concern and love for, uh, you know, for him. I hope he yes. gets to document that somehow to, right. to see it. Real quick. Yeah. I want to circle back around and say, uh, uh, real quick, uh, you know, we, we all here love DeMar Hamlin and we're wishing the best wishes for him. But people need to stop being assholes and sending death threats and talking shit about T. Higgins. I mean, come on, for real. That's a fucking football tackle for you to be threatening to kill this man and shit. That's ridiculous as hell. People need to grow the fuck up and realize that that was not intentional at all. T. Higgins literally was crying to his mother the night that that happened because he was scared out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He would definitely fall into the category of all of these young men that were extremely scared the night that it happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. Scared for, for their, their brother's life and, and, and to know that they're just, that could be them too, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And T Higgins is, uh, 100%. 100%. That was a clean play. He didn't do anything yeah, wrong. Clean at all. play. It was a great yeah. tackle. It yeah, was actually a great tackle. So. Yeah, it was a it was a great football play. He's he's been balling out. He deserves it. Hope he, hopefully he comes back in next week and play keeps playing at a high level and uh right. You know, doesn't let that stop him. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, but, and I'm with uh, you, Brandon. You know, yeah, people need to people need to quit trolling. Uh yeah. you know, yeah, people are just looking for somebody to blame. This is just a freak accident. Yeah. It right. happened to any yeah. player at any time in the history of football. Yeah, right. That, that's yeah. right. I mean, it, this isn't at a time for trolling or trying to put the camera on you kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, maybe Skip Bayless will hear this. Who knows? Honestly, but whatever. I mean, it's it's awesome. He uh, Hamlin is definitely still in our thoughts and our prayers. And, yeah. um, you know, and 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 uh, that's awesome. He's moving in the right direction, which is yeah. which is really cool because. For quite a while, you know, a, a couple of two to three days, it got really scary, you know. Yeah. And um, uh, it, it's pretty awesome to see the 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 progress. So it's pretty cool. All right, um, I'm ready. If you guys are, let's kick it off with news from the east. Yay, nay. Yep. Yeah. All right, what we're going to do is run through each team um, in the NFL East. Uh, we got a, I got a little bit of news coming out of pretty much every camp there is. There's a whole lot going on. Um, so, yeah, we'll just keep going through it. Um, start with the Giants. Uh, defensive lineman Leonard Williams, um, his neck injury, and linebacker Aziz Alari. Um, ankle injury they have not participated yet in um in practice so they're both uh it's up in the air whether they're going to be able to play in week 18 hopefully they will those are two great key defensive players for that team um but so far this week um out of two practices they have not been able to participate well i i just want to say this real quick dan uh, I, I feel like Leonard Williams is a major key piece to that uh, defense for the. Uh, oh yeah, he's a hoss. He's yeah a hoss. for the Giants. Yeah. So if you're going to make a playoff push, you definitely need that man in your starting lineup. So I feel like even if he is like you know coming to play or he he comes out there and tells you that he wants to play, coming off a neck injury, I, I think you just set this man out for this week. 
you're trying to get him back to 100% before the playoffs. So, yeah. Very true. The Giants have no reason to play this game. I mean, they, they're not, uh, they can't uh, improve their playoff spot or, nor, you know, make it worse. So they're locked in. No reason, no reason to play anybody that you want to have. You want to make sure that's going to be available during the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Right. And both of these guys, you definitely like uh, Brandon's point. You definitely want them to be there during the playoffs. They're yeah. They're two key defensive uh, players, especially with Williams on the defensive line. Um, yeah. So there you go. All right. Um, and next up, we got the Dolphins. The Dolphins added quarterback Mike Glennon, the neck, to uh, the practice squad. So, um, I guess because Tua Tungavailoa and um, Teddy Bridgewater are both out for week 18. Um, although there has been reports that just came out late Thursday after practice. Teddy Bridgewater was seen um, throwing footballs with his um, – that's the problem. That's the reason why he can't. He can't grip the ball hard enough to throw it. Um, just because he was tossing the ball around doesn't mean he can still do it at an NFL level. <laughs> so, um, you know, so as of right this second, their plan is to go with rookie Skylar Thompson and Mike Glennon as the backup. For week 18. I mean, um, shit, Teddy Bridgewater ask. can become the Nets. Patrick Mahomes just start throwing that shit with the other hand. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you start switching hands or do little tosses. That would be kind of cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, it kind of sucks. Um, there was a little bit of good news um, earlier in the week. Quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, Teron Arms, offensive lineman Teron Armstead, Bradley Chubb, linebacker Bradley Chubb, and cornerback Xavier Howard did not participate in practice. However, Teron Armstead, Bradley Chubb, and Xavier Howard were all at practice on Thursday, which is pretty awesome. They've all at different levels. They are we're in for, uh, full practice. You know what I'm saying? Just partial participation. But one step further, looking like all three are going to be able to play in this very meaningful Week 18 game. So, um, which is pretty awesome because um, you know those of you who are three. You know, those are your three Pro Bowl players, and you missed them all last week very badly. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool that they're all moving in the right direction. You just don't know who's going to be playing quarterback yet. So there you yeah. go. Is it a situation with Miami? Are they? Do they win? And are they in? Are they? Do they control their destiny? No, the um, New England took that in Week 17 from Miami. Yeah. So now New England has the win and in, and but all Miami needs is the win, and then they need the Bills to beat the Patriots. Yeah, and then they're in, unless which we'll talk about later on in the show. There's, you know, it would be very Dolphins like to be the very first eight seed. Um, so just you know, just a little preview of what's on the line. So <laughs> ridiculous. Ah, this fucking um, shit. What the hell? Yeah, ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so it's moving in the right direction. You got your offensive line, your offensive linemen, your you know all pro left guard and uh Bradley Chubb and Xavier Howard back at practice looking great. Mike Glennon was at practice um on Thursday today. So there you go. That's that's kind of where it's at. What's going on with it? Um uh Skylar Thompson did get first team reps um at practice on Thursday. So that's kind of what they're looking at and kind of what they're going with. Um Mike Glennon he, I mean, he's he told um, 
he told the press today that his family will be at the game on Sunday and he and he expects to get playing time. So I'm guessing they're prepping him to play. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys have released wide receiver James Washington. Um, Rich, you made a good point um, in our personal text um, earlier why this was a good move by them. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, uh, first of all, like uh, he was our only free agent wide receiver pickup after we released or after we traded Damari Cooper. So he was. I don't, I don't know if you can put the expectations that he was the he was the replacement for Amari Cooper. Uh, I don't know if Trade that's a cool. one and get a three. Well, I don't understand that. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And he, he's <laughs> right. And he's had a, a injury filled year. He has not been effective. He's only caught one pass in the NFL this this year. Um, with the emergence of T.Y. Hilton, who uh, has really been a boost. I mean, in the two weeks uh, uh, that he's come back, he's uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton is he's just been pretty effective, particularly on third down. Um, so that isn't part of the reason they they went ahead and cut James Washington, but uh, really they're going to be not uh, they're just going to um, probably use his roster spot to pick up uh, somebody for the offensive line or even on the defense uh, right. because of other other yeah, injuries. Some depth you might need, right? Yeah, uh, and James Washington, by the way, cleared ra- waivers, so uh, it'll be interesting to see if he comes back to Dallas and as a practice squad player, he could do that. So uh, they possibly recall him if they need him. Uh, nobody else seems to be too much interested in James Washington. Uh, yeah. Very unsatisfying uh, season from him. Uh, although, right. you know, a lot of it was injuries, you know, he broke his foot in the preseason, but uh, he hasn't been able to get on the field. So right. Dallas right. made the choice to just, yeah. Use that the, roster. The, the addition of T.Y. Hilton, um, you kind of don't need him anymore. Uh, no, he was uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton is doing what maybe what Dallas had hoped James Washington would do. Exactly. Come in exactly. Which a, is create uh, that other downfield threat. Uh, yeah. Because the, the good thing about whoever plays that position, whether it's T.Y. or James Washington, that person is going to have one-on-one defense, guarantee you, because sure. you got two badass motherfuckers that are gonna that are gonna draw that double team. You know what I'm saying it, with Lamb. So um, you, you're going to be playing one-on-one. James Washington at times have, has has shown the ability to to win on a one-on-one. We know for a fact T.Y. Hilton can do it. He's done it, you know, his whole career. I mean, the way you shut T.Y. Hilton down is you double team his ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what you do. So right. he, he's very good at, at winning a one-on-one, even um, older, um, up in age like he is. So. Right, yeah. He's Pretty a cool. five-time pro bowler. Uh, he's exactly. He's been a number one his whole career. He's not a number one receiver now, but uh, he could be an excellent number three re- receiver for Dak Prescott. So exactly. re- reliable hands and uh, the veteran presence to get open or to make a play. So. Yep. Yep, he right, creates that separation, which is yeah. the only thing they ask. So, yeah. Do you have any other un- injury updates or anything coming out of Dallas? What about uh, Tony Pollard? Pollard, where where is he at? Uh, yeah, it's still questionable whether he's going to play or not. I think he will. I think they'll put him in for a limited action to get his thousand yards. He's only like twelve yards away from a thousand yards, so I think they'll right. they'll go ahead and bring him in and then probably rest him. Uh, they may they may 
rest Ezekiel this this week. Uh, just let him, uh, you know, suit up on the sideline and uh, uh, save him for the playoffs. It's it's really unpredictable because of the playoff scenarios that the Cowboys find themselves in. I mean, they're still still which technically we're be talking about yeah, yeah we're still we're technically alive. Getting into depth in that and what's on the line. So right. So uh, how Dallas utilizes their starters is going to be. I guess it's going to be game time because they still got a shot, but it's kind of a long shot. So you can right. kind of go either way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. There's de- definitely going to be some scoreboard watching, I think during the game, uh, yeah, but you have to try to win that game as long as you have a shot, especially you having a shot at uh, like, I don't think San Francisco is going to lose. That's how they're going to get the Cowboys would get the number one seed. Yeah. Uh, yeah Arizona, Arizona's that. not going to beat San Francisco. <laughs> right. I don't they think. Need that. Right. They need San a, Fran and the, Eagles to lose. Right. But there's a chance that the Giants beat the Eagles. And right. and that could improve Dallas's playoff position. Um, cool. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of lot of uh, chess chess playing pregame. Yeah. So very much and so. I would say as far as Dallas Dallas's uh, injuries, they Tyler Biotis, uh, which that's, we talked about the the other day. He's center. our center. Yeah, he got hurt in the Tennessee game. He's with he's got a high ankle sprain. Hopefully they'll have him back by the wild card weekend, but maybe not yeah. even then. So that that adds another shift to the offensive line again, but right, exactly, which is never a good thing. Never a good thing, but this late in the season. So, but all right, a little bit of news from the Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts um, is he, they we reported on Tuesday. Um, the report was that he should be available. Shoulder, he still is considered day to day. So they that they're going to hide it as much as they can, whether he's going to play or not. <laughs> For Which tells me, I think he's not going to play. Right. Very, very, very easily could be. They're not going to come out and say it anytime soon. They don't need to do it until they give their lineup, um, you know, for the game. So, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. That's uh, um, keeping it close to the vest as well. Yeah. 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 And it, it's so, it's so, it's such a dramatic um, challenge of whether what quarterback you're going to have. It's two totally different defenses you need to come up with. Do you need to have a spy um, for your quarterback or do you not? You know what I'm saying? That changes your whole linebacker core. Um, And so it's kind of smart for them to hold that close to their chest and not come out to, you know, whether they're going to be playing uh, Minshew or, you know, Minshew or Hurts um, because they're so different, you know. Yeah, exactly. You have to, uh, you have to game plan 180 degrees. Or, you know, exactly. a different game exactly. plan for yeah. that type of quarterback. It's not like they're so similar. It don't matter. They both can run. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, Gardner Minshew is not that threat. You just want to get him out of the pocket. Jalen Hurts, you don't want out of the pocket. You want to keep him in the pocket, contain him, and then yeah. and then get to him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Especially you with the right shoulder injury. So Right, exactly. Exactly. So Cool, cool. All right. Uh, next up, Patriots. Do we have any injury updates or anything going on the Patriots? Uh, yeah, uh, the biggest news coming out of the Patriots so far today was that Devontae Parker is back at practice. He returned at practice yesterday, awesome. practiced in full. Um, still no sign of rookie Marcus Jones yet. Um, so I'm not sure if he's going to be a go this week or not, because so far we haven't seen him in the last two days. Um, and the only other one I got is the one that we was talking about yesterday. Jed Jones was a placed on IR ending his 
season. Yeah. So that's the only three I got so far out of New right. England. It's good to have Devontae Parker back, and you said he was at full participation, so he definitely yeah. is a go for the game on Sunday, which is awesome. So really cool. All right, uh, the last two teams, Jeffs and Commanders, got a little bit of news, but there's something I want to do. These are the two teams in the NFL East that have been eliminated from the playoffs. So that I kind of feel like until the team has been eliminated from the playoffs, it's kind of not fair to kind of look forward and, and start asking, well, what are they going to do now? You know what I'm saying? Um, these two teams, the season <clears throat> is over and will officially be over after their games on week 18 to, whether they win or lose um, the little bit of news coming out of the jets camp is Mike white ribs, a rib, the rib injury he's been dealing with. Um, it has came out. It has come out that he will start in week 18. So Mike white, despite the injury did, he has got the start. Um, so the question I want to ask um, next up for the jets is kind of what, you know, what's next for the jets. I want to take a look at coach Robert Sala, um, general, even uh, general manager Joe Douglas, and then of course quarterback Zach Wilson. Do you think these three guys, their job is safe? Do you think any of the three should be up in the air? Um, the uh, great article that I read, what, and that they're the ones that brought up general manager general manager Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas has done a great job with draft picks as far as that defense is concerned, but he has been spotty and very hit and miss at off, uh, drafting offensive players. And if Zach Wilson really becomes that bust that we think he is, or, you know, the no hope for him in, in New York, that falls on Joe Douglas's shoulders. That's him. Yeah. He's the one that chose him. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that mm -hmm. did it. He could have went in a different direction. He could have drafted, you know, he could have traded his pick and got went down a couple spots. He could have done a lot of things, but he chose to go with Zach Wilson. So that falls on his, do you think, um, uh, well, let's start with uh, Sala, Coach Sala. Robert Sala, great defensive coach, has obviously done a, a lot of work with this defense. This defense is probably only this good because of him. Um, but he's one of those defensive coaches that struggle with getting your offense in line and keeps missing over and over, year in, year out on your offense. So does, does the failure of the offense for the Jets do you believe that it has any chance of falling on the 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 head of um, Coach Sala and Joe Douglas? Do you think they're good? Uh, How do you think their job their job looks? Sala, I think he's safe. Um, he you could tell this season that uh, the Jets are in a spiral going up. Only from here, uh, their defense looks really good. <laughs> you know, probably a top five, top ten defense. Um, this offense, uh, they're they're not far off. They they are really all the only two holes that I could see in the Jets this season was the running back position because Bryce Hall was out when Bryce Hall was in there. It was right. Easy. You definitely don't need to do nothing at running yeah, back, and and you got to give Joe Douglas the props yeah. that he got Bryce Hall. In yeah, the, you know what I'm saying. He's the one that drafted Bryce Hall. He's yeah. seen, you know, he's seen that gym. So yeah. I mean. So um, Bryce Hall is, you know, definitely their uh, running back for the future. But uh, the only other bigger hole, and this is the massive one, is the quarterback position. It, it becomes what are you going to do at quarterback? And uh, I, I trust Sala to get that uh, fits this offseason, whether that be trade well, or Well, that kind of falls on draft. Joe Douglas. 
Yeah. Because I, I don't, I mean, and that's my whole point is I think Salah, if you're coaching him to teach, to coach the game up and, and make sure our defense is in a check, we all agree that Zach Wilson is out. How yeah. many more chances are you going to give Joe Douglas at trying to figure out this fucking quarterback problem in New York? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, you yeah. already gave him multiple, ch- you know, I mean, we have, you know, I mean, we have, a, yeah. we have the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers right now. Guess who drafted him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get him drafted him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you see what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. it's just miss after miss. And these are yeah. high fucking draft picks. Zach Wilson went number two overall. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. these are high draft picks that you're missing on. And, well, and most GMs do not get, you know, that many chances like that. Yeah. Even, But you're hitting home runs when it comes to, you know, defensive players and running yeah. backs. And he, I think he, I think he drafted one of the top, um, ended up drafting one of the top wide receivers this year. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and Wilson. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you, uh, well, uh, honestly, the, if you uh, want my opinion, sorry to interrupt you, Rich. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but uh, Robert, uh, so whatever the fuck his name is, Sal, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah um, he was asked about the Zach Wilson um, thing in a press conference this week. And he said, in his personal opinion, he thinks uh, Zach Wilson needs to step away from the game of football for a little bit. So I don't know if that's coming out and basically saying that you are going in a different direction from Zach Wilson or what. But yeah, that's just what he said. He said that Zach Wilson. I mean, needs it, it to could step mean that you know football. they got one more game to play, and then that's Week 18. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, he's yeah. going to be able to step away for a minute. So you know, and yeah. that's it because their season is over. That's the reason why we're talking about it. Yeah, I feel like the coach is going to be pretty safe in the, for the Jets. Okay. I like the idea of having a defensive-minded coach uh, with a strong defense. Right. It just the Jets should just be a defensive team. They, you know, sort of the the Baltimore Ravens kind of uh, tri- right. Exactly. But right. you need that quarterback that's not going to lose the game over and right. over for you. You know, what right? I'm saying? For sure, I mean, for sure. Problem. And uh, and the Jets have been riddled with injuries on their offense. All, I think right. they lost the tackle early on in the preseason, or. I think uh, uh, they're running back, of course, uh, and they just can't draft a quarterback. They don't know how to draft quarterbacks. They they just can't do it. They, they have a long history of not being able to draft quarterbacks. But uh, right. so uh, maybe Joe Douglas needs to pivot, and he needs to be after um, uh, Garoppolo or Carr. You know, and yeah. he's like, okay, fuck it, I can't draft a quarterback. I got a <laughs> top notch defense, top five defense. Let's just get an established. Middle, middle of the road quarterback that can fucking not fuck the game up for us. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. And with that top notch, could you imagine Derek Carr in New York? You know, what I'm, I mean, with that defense, you know, or even um, Garoppolo, even Jimmy yeah. G. You know what I'm saying? With that defense, he he would look like he did in San Francisco if he could stay healthy. You know, right? Yeah. But Jimmy G. I tell you what, I think uh, with uh, Purdy doing as well as he's doing, that kind of shows that uh, you don't need to be a great quarterback to be in a in a to, to thrive in that kind of a system, you know? Right. Um, so I don't know if his, that's uh, where Robert Sala not, came from. That's where Robert Sala came from. And that's the system that he's created. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I would, I would, I, I don't know that I'm ready to give up on Zach Wilson, but maybe I should be, you know, right. Um, right. it's hard to say. He's still got like, I mean, you got him for two more years. He can develop into something. Uh, but I definitely wouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't look at uh, Zach Wilson as the future of your team. Maybe that's right. that would be a wrong avenue to go down to. Maybe. Um, so 
So, I mean, maybe you give Joe Douglas another chance and you're like, this is your last year, dude. Fix the fucking quarterback problem. Our defense is ready. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, I actually like the idea of the Jets being the defensive team in the uh, AFC East. I mean, you have uh, Miami and uh, uh, Buffalo are going to be a high-powered offenses. You know, right. that's, their, that's their kind of – Yeah, Bill Belichick might have something to say about that. He might. But you know what? <laughs> the Jets can challenge that. You know, right. if you have two right. offensive teams and two defensive teams, that's a pretty good division there. Right. You yeah, know, that's uh, that's a strong ass division. That's yeah. Pretty cool. So, and you got to find your niche. And if your niche is defense, hey, you can win. Defense wins championships, as they say. Yeah. Uh, as long as you have a quarterback that doesn't lose yeah. the game for you. You need a mediocre uh, or a serviceable a Joe Flacco ish. A Joe Flacco ish. Uh, a, a young uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. I mean, <laughs> no, prime. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Oh, he did. Yeah, best defense of that yeah. year. So yeah, and he was well, never considered a great quarterback, but you don't have to be, you know. Right. The Baltimore's well, that, I, all I gotta say is money. so let's say that they do, you know, tell Joe Douglas to he gets one more chance to not fuck up the quarterback position and they let him take one out of uh the draft, right? Free agent. That Cooper that's Rush. actually hilarious. Anyways, um, so let's say that they do allow him to do what you were saying, right? Well, depending on where the Jets pick at, because I don't know the draft order yet fully, and I don't think we will know until week 18 is over with. Um, but um, the I think the only quarterback <laughs> going to be available by the time their pick comes around is Anthony Richardson. Are you really dead for certain that he's going to be able to lead your team? I mean, he was good again. He was good in Florida. I, I'm, I, if I'm the owner, if I'm the owner of the Jets, I'm not interested in drafting a quarterback. Joe Douglas has showed me nothing except he does not know how to draft quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'm I'm either looking in free agency or bringing in a top notch general manager that is going to get me the quarterback that I need to get to match with Robert Sala. Because I'm like you guys, I think Sala's safe. Because Salah yeah. has brought that defense to the house. You know what I'm saying? And they, they're a top five defense. And they're only going to get better because they're so young. Um, and so I'm either firing Joe Douglas, bringing in the new GM, or I'm going to demand that he goes through free agency and finds that middle-of-the-line quarterback to match with my great defense. So I'm not drafting a quarterback. There's no fucking way. I'm not trusting him to draft a quarterback. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that that's an option. So in my opinion. Yeah, uh, it looks like they're going to be in the fifteen to twenty range draft draft position. Probably the Jets. Possibly. Don't they own somebody's pick or something? I don't Maybe. think so. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I they don't do. Know. I don't Hang know. On. They tend to keep their picks, though. So, right. uh, no, I thought trading. they owned a bunch from um, trading people, but maybe not. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's keep moving on. We've come back to it. That's totally cool. Next up, the other eliminated team from the NFL East is the Washington Commanders. Um, it was reported that rookie quarterback Sam Howe will start against the Cowboys in week 18. Um, I don't know if you all seen the article of how this came. But Coach um, Ron Rivera. Dad, sorry to interrupt you real quick, yep. but uh, I just got the draft order pulled up. And uh, currently, right now, the Jets set at 13. So okay. Rich was yeah, right. Yeah, so Rich was right. Rich yeah. was right. Cool. Yeah, a little right. higher than um, I thought, but yeah, that sounds good. Yep. Yeah. That, that's right now. So um, 
So Sam Howell, rookie Sam Howell, and I don't know if you guys have seen the article of how this came about of why Sam Howell is going to start, but Ron Rivera did not want to start him. Um, he was going to start Heineke, and um, after talking to Heineke and some other people, you know, other coaches, other players, they decided to give the rookie his chance. Um, he hasn't played at all. They want to give him his chance and let him um, show what he can do. So yeah. there's that's kind of what happened, um, supposedly, at least from what I've read. So Sam Howell is the quarterback that <laughs> what a hell of a game you know, to try to start him against, you know, a, a top five defense in the league. You know what I'm saying? It's like, here you go, buddy. Uh, you got the Dallas, uh, you know, uh, yeah. but who knows? They could bench, you know, who knows? They could not. Play you and Rich starters. know that I, I was uh, big on Sam Howe in the draft. You guys already know yeah. that. Um, and I, I think this is a hell of a game for him to start. It's really going to show what he's all about. And uh, I think it's a really, really good potential way to show whether he's going to be your long-term answer at quarterback or not. Uh, I mean, him go up in there and, and fuck up a top five defense, you know, like, and, and him beat the Cowboys, that that would uh, be impressive. So, Or maybe Coach Ron Rivera should have started him earlier um, after yeah. when he chose to go to a in a different direction to see if that's the, you know, if that is the future. Do you yeah. think this one game is really going to tell us? You know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever. You know, I, I agree with the decision to start him, though. I mean, you know yeah, what Carson Wentz is. Yeah, Heineke, yeah. you know, he's not, if you're – You know, Heineke's a very good backup, and so there yeah. you go. And if they were still in playoff contention, I think I'd go with Heineke. But, yeah, um, uh, yeah give the give the uh, rookie the uh, the chance to show show you something, give him some experience anyway. Uh, a little cool. trivia. This is uh, this will be Dallas Cowboys' third game in a row that they've uh, – Going up against the backup quarterback. Yeah, uh, it'll be the second game in the row. They they go up against a quarterback making their first start, right? <laughs> their first NFL start. So that's yeah. interesting. But right. Uh, so I mean, basically, if you want to know why the Cowboys have won twelve games this season, um, <laughs> you know, look yeah. at their schedule and how lucky they yeah, everybody, are. Everybody, everybody wants to play their backups. Nobody, the wants, other team. Yeah, the none of the starters want to get get any of that heat. <laughs> Uh, Dad, I wrote some more commanders things down. If you want me to take over, um, yeah, with uh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. I mean, the game, I guess, the game matters uh, quite a bit to the Cowboys. So yeah, yeah, let's okay. focus on the game for a minute, and then I want to take a look at what's next. Oh no, 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 I'm talking about. I got some uh, more injury updates for the yeah, go commanders. ahead. That's what I'm saying um, for the game. Yeah, Antonio Gibson is placed on IR, ending his season. Done. Uh, so Brian Sorry. Robertson is going to be the starter That's uh, good. for this game. Uh, the commanders also place uh, Dijon Harris. Dijon Harris, I, I guess how you pronounce his name on IR, ending his season. I, I don't. I don't know who the heck he is. I just seen it on the. You know, know on there. I don't know what position he plays. So, yeah, I don't know either. Um, and then it, the other thing I wrote down is. Is Wentz's uh, time in Washington over with? I think it's and we're getting ready time to, for him to get. Yeah, and we're getting ready out. to talk about that because the next bullet point is what because we're now every team as they um, either fall out of um, playoff contention or get knocked out of the playoffs, we are going to ask the question: What's next for this team? So, what's next for the Commanders? Um, the two bullet points I have. And I feel discussion is coach Ron Rivera. Does he have a job 
And the question, Brandon, you just brought up, what do they do at quarterback? Because I think all everybody in this world can agree that Carson Wentz is not the answer. Yeah. So what is the answer? Is the starting Sam Howell going to help us answer that? But first off, let's start with the coach, Coach Ron Rivera. Is he gone? I think he's gone, yes. right? Yeah. He would be gone if I was in charge. Yeah. But, uh, but I do think that changing the the ownership changing uh, hands that's for the other that's the other bullet point is, is the a really that's a real wrinkle into what do you do with uh, Ron Vero, Rivero's contract? You know, is somebody going to will it be willing to eat it? Um, I would. I'd get. I'd go ahead and get get my own people in anyway. That uh, right. uh, Ron Rivera, though, uh, him not knowing that their their playoff scenario last week to me is just mind blowing. Mind blowing. Right. I still can't wrap my yeah. head around it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's just unacceptable for a head coach. Like I you're not even in college. It's like not like yeah. you're a college coach recruiting kids. You didn't have time to think about it. <laughs> you know, right. you you got one job. Yep. Um, I but, mean, uh, yep, and that's to get to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and as far as yeah, so um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone. He should be gone. Uh, not that he's a bad guy or anything, or no, or even no, a terrible. It, 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 that's the thing I, that I kind of wanted because I figured all three of us would agree that Ron Rivera needs to go. I think um, if Washington wasn't the most screwed up organization that there is in the NFL, I would if it if he was any of the other thirty one organizations, he would definitely be fired. I can almost guarantee you that um, they're the only organization that might keep him. Um, which I, you know, if they do, good for him. But Ron Rivera is a great fucking guy. He's a hell yeah. of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. He's been a, co- a great coach for many years. You know what I'm saying? Um, could it be a possibility of illnesses that he's dealt with, you know, uh, over the last handful of years? The fact that he's getting older, those kind of things, th- that kind of questions. But I know Ron Rivera is a fucking hell of a coach, and he's a hell of a man. You know what I'm saying? He's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, I think he's going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere in that year. Oh, yeah, if, yeah. If yeah he, he would still be fired. a badass fucking yeah. defensive coordinator. Yeah, it? I think he'll be a defensive coordinator for some team somewhere in the National Football League for one of the 32 teams. I don't know where. But, uh, yeah, like, like Rich said, uh, for him not to know that that was a playoff game and for you to decide to go with Wentz uh, when, obviously, your better choice was Heineke, um, I don't know. I just feel like you made too many mistakes. Then give Sam Howell a couple games. Don't just give him one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're going to go ahead, I mean, because all of us felt like starting Carson Wentz, um, you're going to hit. You're just giving up on the season, right? That's what that's what you're doing. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, the players had to think that as well because they don't have any love. I think I I think he lost the locker room then because everybody in the locker room knew that Heineke was their best option to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um. But, but I mean, even when it comes down to here, you're hearing the locker room telling him who to start in week 18. You know what I'm saying? Because Heineke said, no, I don't want to start, dude. You should really give this rookie a chance. We were already out of the playoffs. You should really give him a shot and see what see what you got. You know what I'm saying? Because Heineke's probably thinking, this is the dude I'm competing against next year. You know what I'm saying? Is right. it's going to be me and Sam Howe for you know competing for a starter position. Well, um, unless they decide to grab someone like Derek Carr. Yeah, that and that's that's that was the next comment I was going to bring up. But I think it's more than Derek Carr here. I think you wash it. I think you get a new. I, I think what you do is you get a new ownership 
they bring in their coach, their defensive coordinator, their offensive coordinator, and their quarterback. And they and they shoot for Derek Carr, Jimmy G, somebody. You know what I'm saying? And bring that whole crew in together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 that's how you do this. Um, if it was me, if I was the commanders. But like you know, we've said, I uh, just said a second ago. The Washington Commanders is by far the most dysfunctional organization in the NFL. And so that's not, I mean, and the, and I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. We are a dysfunctional fucking organization. You know what I'm saying? But we're yeah. not that bad. You know what I'm saying? And so um, uh, it, in my opinion, I love Ron Rivera, but he would be gone. I love everybody. I would bring in my own general manager. I'd bring in my own coach. I'd bring in my own quarterback. And I would tell both of them, you're going for somebody. Bring me a quarterback in with your all's crew, and you all stick together and give me, you know, two, three, four years, and let's see what we can do. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely you got a good like, defense. You got a good fucking defense, right? You got good play. You know what you I'm saying? They like. Yeah. I mean, if think about it, is Washington better than the Giants, personnel wise? I, I well, I mean, they played that that two games, and we said over and over again, they're they're exactly the same. They're mirrors of each other. They're yeah, they're uh, they're. Yeah. Ex- they're the, the problem is right now for uh, the problem for Washington and the bonus for the Giants is they have a better coach. They have somebody that's making better decisions right now. That's that's um, an up and coming coach. You know what I'm saying? Like Ron Rivera used to be, you know, I mean, um, Ron Rivera in his heyday is kind of what, you know, I see when we look at the Jets. And that's that's your difference right now is coaching. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree with the 100. Yeah. I mean, that. they both have shitty ass quarterback play. At times this year, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but the Giants quarterback play was more consistent. At least they didn't have to go in and out and here and there. And, you know, and the Giants <laughs> have a top-notch running game. Well, guess what? Yeah. Antonio Gibson. Badass motherfuckers. Uh, I mean, they, they drafted Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they go with Robinson Gibson, there. So. You know, and and they got Scary Terry, you know, and they got a great defense. Yeah, so, so there's I mean, players on that. Scary Terry with a – mediocre quarterback i think he's a, a easily a thousand yard I talk, receiver I, no, oh yeah he's no, good. well he's, well over that well over yeah that. right right yeah, he, well over that he is uh he's getting punished for having mediocre quarterbacks there there's no doubt yeah, about exactly. it exactly yeah he's not performing exactly. his position exactly yeah performs his if, quarterbacks. i mean i kind of wish they would hire me as that coach you know because i'm focusing on I'm focusing on the offensive line. Well, first, my quarterback. I'm going to bring in like Derek Carr or Jimmy G. I'm going to bulk up that offensive line, and I'm going to get Scary Terry a little bit more help, you know, and two other guys that can compliment him. You know what I'm saying? And just be like – and just go for it. Well, they because got I'm like you, Brandon. If you got Jimmy G, if you got Jimmy G with a good offensive line throwing Terry McLaurin the fucking ball – you got and and you got Gibson and Robinson as your threats coming out of the backfield. You know, I mean, you you got it going on. You know, you got yeah. it going on. And yeah, I'd rather have David, compete, I'd rather have David Carr if I'm Washington, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, either yeah. one. I'm just you yeah. know, I'm pulling both of them out. Derek Carr can't go multiple places. So yeah, yeah. Washington is definitely a target area for the for those two quarterbacks, though. Yep. Yeah. So I guess we're just going to assume that Carson Wentz is not going to be there the next year. No. I mean. I yeah, I think he's still under contract, but I mean, really, I think he's done. Yeah, he should go. He should go hunt, go retire, go live in Montana where he's from, whatever. To go, you know, just I'm just saying, like, no, he'd be a good he, backup quarterback somewhere. Maybe he. I don't even know if he's that interested in football. Honestly, I mean, right. uh, he seems checked yeah. out quite a bit. He doesn't seem to be improving anything. Um, for the you know, the the 
vast amount of money he's made as a quarterback in the NFL. Right. So I mean, about uh, the only coolest thing about Carson Wentz is his fucking wife went to my high school. So really, yeah, that's pretty about cool. the only thing. Yeah. yeah. Dunbar. Yeah. Dunbar. Yeah. Well, how'd they meet? Because uh, he's he's, uh, not, he's not from Kentucky. He's from they like... met on a missionary trip. They went on a missionary uh, trip uh, together uh, in some other country. I think it was Guatemala or something. Guatemala. And they met, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. No, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It all ties back to Lexington, Kentucky. No matter right. where you go. Pretty much. Go. <laughs> it all ties back. All but right, it, uh, it's that, pretty cool when the the coolest thing about Carson Wentz is his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, for years, wasn't that Tom Brady? I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, oh, he, so he had a cool ass up. wife, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. Well, she made more money than he did. Right. Right. Russell Wilson, cool ass wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm saying. So, um, these are some cool ass wives. All right, cool. Um, let's go ahead and switch gears. That was news from the east. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Next yeah. up, yes, it's the NFL East Power Rankings. You guys, man, we uh, – all right, here you go. Listen, on the, the month of December, in the very beginning of December, this is what we chose. We chose to put the Cowboys number one. Pretty cool. Um, Dolphins number two. Eagles number three. Bills all the way down number four. Washington number five. Jets. Came in at six, Giants, seven, Patriots, all the way down to eight. We have to re-scramble this up. Um, this is not the way it's going to end up. My Dolphins, I love them, but they are no way should be all the way up at number two. Um, however, and just for anybody listening to this, or um, in case you all have never joined us for our power rankings, we do them once a month. From the beginning of the season all the way through the end of the season, this is our January power rankings going into the playoffs. This is the teams that we think are the most powerful right now, and the kicker is all three of us have to agree. So we don't have separate power rankings. We will argue this out if need be. Um, guys, if you are stuck on something, then um, argue your point. And my first point is I don't give a fuck, but the last two spots – Number eight and number seven have to go. I don't care what order have to go to the teams that have been eliminated from the playoffs. Yep. You are not powerful okay. if you are not going to play after week 18. Yeah. So and as and right that's, now, exactly, that's exactly the way I got mine. And I don't I care what order. So who yeah. do you all got for number eight? Uh, am I going first? Yeah, go ahead, Brandon. Uh, I got the Jets at eight. I got the Jets at eight only for the fact of um, – we, we don't know what their – I mean, neither one of these teams, we know what their uh, quarterback play is. But I, I feel like single-handedly the commanders have better quarterbacks at this point than the Jets do. And I feel like the Jets need to sit down in the entire offseason and decide what they're going to do at quarterback position. Uh, so, yeah, I put the Jets all the way down at the bottom at eight. Right, but yeah. we, we just had that argument for Washington. Um, so, to me, it would come, da it would come down to – and we are talking power. It's kind of cool that we are talking power rankings. Both of them have good defenses. Um, who has the better defense, Washington or the New York Football Jets? Uh, well, the Jets, the Jets got the def, de, the better set, secondary, but the yeah. Washington got the better front line, defensive uh, line, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, which I would put into the eighth spot. I'm going to put Washington in there. 
Okay. I, I think they were a little slightly worse than the Jets. Um, Why do you think that? Because um, I'm leaning either way. Um, NFL boy Brandon has got the Jets. You got Washington. Bring me onto your side. I, w- I want to go with Washington. Why should I go with Washington? Uh, well, the fact that the, the Jets were always aware of their playoff scenarios, <laughs> I think that, that, that's a big thing. Coaching. Coaching. <laughs> uh, yeah, coaching. Uh, uh, I, and plus, I just think they've, uh, they've just got a younger, more promising defense. You know, I think their future is brighter. Like they, they both have quarterback problems. They got to resolve that in in the offseason and such. But they both um, got quarterback problems. They both got good, great running back, great running backs. They both have promises when it comes to wide receivers. You know, with Garrett Wilson yeah. and and then a Scary Terry. Um, they both are seem to be all the whole defense. All three levels are all pretty good and pretty equal to me. Um, yeah. I like you, Rich. I like you, Rich. We are going with Washington and eight um, due to coaching. Due to coaching. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm going to put them there. If you don't know, your team has got Fair enough. Then um, that's what it is. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not to mention, just, just to add one more layer, uh, the just the Washington management and ownership being in limbo, I think, is yep. you, yeah, yeah. That, that's a scary proposition in such a competitive yeah i mean we can't really hold it against them except that washington is the most dysfunctional organization in the nfl so there yeah there you go there you go okay um all right number six you mean number seven we got the jets no we already did seven seven is the jets yeah Yeah. is that right is that correct if somebody wants to put somebody other than the jets in seven i will tell you to fuck off three times because these uh, are the that, that's how I had mine. I had the Jets at eight and Commanders at seven. So there you go, there you go. We're good. We we have them set up right. So we got Washington yeah. eight, Jets seven. We still need to pick six. Let's do it. Brandon, you're up. I'm up. All right. You know what? Uh, before Dad gets too mad at me, I'm gonna go ahead and pass this on to Rich. Rich. Okay. Well, I'll do the dirty work. I'm gonna put Miami. Okay. Oh, Rich, that's the same people. I got the Dolphins at six, too. Right. And, and mainly because that losing streak is kind of uh, – that's hard to ignore. That's a yep. pretty – that's a very sizable losing streak. Uh, right. You got to figure out how to win some games there. Um, I totally agree. So I'm going to go with – uh, and, and it's your second um, losing streak of, of the year. You went you won three, <clears> then you went on a losing streak and lost three because you didn't have two of Come yeah. back, win five, yeah. and then you turn around and lose five, four of them with Tua. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You definitely deserve. Yeah, a five game losing streak in the NFL two, is that's a yeah. that's yeah, it's hard to overcome. That yeah. that raises a lot of questions about everything when you lose five in a row. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we um will be talking about that. Um, well, see, um, here in just a few. <laughs> I got the dog. I mean, actually, we could talk about it now. I I've read multiple articles. Um that are questioning is Mike is uh, coach McDaniel's job. Um, coach McDaniel is his job in jeopardy. And I, and I say, hell yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's a couple of bar stools um, and people like that. have put out if, if the dolphins lose to the jets, the coach, uh, coach Mike McDaniel needs to be fired straight out. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and I could maybe because yeah. there is something to that, you know. Yeah, I, I think he should he should shoulder a lot of the responsibility. I would not fire Mike McDaniel's. I think he's got a, yeah, a, a a bright future in the NFL. It'd be way too soon to to give up on him. Uh, I'd let him 
develop this is a, a win team. now team this is a win right now it team. is a win right yeah. now all chips well, in this is as far as gms are yeah. concerned th this is their last chance yeah. you know what i'm saying i agree with they, that they have a, the, during, the, a, the during GM, a three year window for the super bowl it's yeah. super bowl well, see, what i'm saying is though here that is this okay the, the gm and everything I, I agree. I say yes. If you lose to the Jets, I could see your GM being fired. Yes, I would agree with that. But Mike McDaniel's, I don't think so because he's only a rookie. If he would have had other experiences coaching other places, then I could see him possibly getting fired because he's like a Ron Rivera or something. You know what I'm saying? But with him being a rookie, I just think this is a stepping stone from him. I think he's going to learn from the mistakes that he made this season, and he's going to be only a better coach in that season. So, I agree 100%. Yeah. Uh, let, let uh, you know, coaches, uh, they're not perfect. Gus either. thinks that the Dolphins are going to bring in Brady and win a Super Bowl in the next two years. Yeah. That won't bring any investigators in. <laughs> <laughs> well see that that's one of the reasons since we're bringing up the quarterback play that's one of the reasons why i have the dolphins at sits i have them there for two reasons i have them there for one what you guys was talking about the five game losing streak the other reason is because what does Tua's future look like does he decide to retire if he does you know what does the nets quarterback for the miami dolphins look like who's it gonna be questions like that because i think it's okay i mean uh, and that's cool you guys have teamed up on me and put the dolphins there i definitely would not put the dolphins at six i would put them at five and i would have the patriots at six of course um and you want to talk about quarterback play okay yeah we could talk about tua and his quarterback play at jeopardy due to injury we're talking exactly. about quarterback play for mac jones due to ability he almost lost his job earlier this nah. year to zappy the dude it, i mean there's there's as just as big as hell question. no okay no look there's a there's a there's a huge question is mac jones a franchise <laughs> quarterback you can't answer that question right now there's that no. same huge question is to a tongue of Iloa a, a uh, okay a okay listen listen you listen listen right listen no, listen hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up you can't answer neither hold one up. but two but, but since but since because but of since injury, we were talking about injury sucks since we were talking about injury i was mentioning injury and then you want to start going on that let's talk about how tua was a shit fucking quarterback for the first two years he came in it took getting tyree kill and Jalen waddle right. To make the man good. He was I shit. Totally agree. Fucking Matt Jones doesn't have, have a single number one quarterback. Right. I mean, a number one wide receiver. Get him a number totally one, and he'll be better than Tua. No, Putting I totally agree. Right now. I totally agree. No, I totally, I'm 100%. I was talking about injury. You brought that on yourself, Dad. No, no, I totally agree with you. And and our general manager sees that. And that's why he brought in a head coach from an, from an organization like San yeah. Francisco, where all you need is a quarterback that's not going to fuck shit up. That's all you need. Well, guess yeah. what? When two is healthy, he doesn't fuck shit up. Mac Jones fucks shit up. That's my whole point. No, what that, the fuck does he point. fuck shit up? The last five games, he's had multiple touchdowns and no interceptions. The man has looked good for the last five games. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, all right. well, I'll chime in here real quick. I'll say, like, uh, I think you're both right. I mean, uh, like, <laughs> I mean, no, I'm serious. Like, uh there, you know, are these two quarterbacks franchise quarterbacks? The, the jury's still out on that, but they could be. Yeah, yeah. they no, definitely. Could there be. is one thing in common: the Patriots and Dolphins both need quarterbacks. Well, or <laughs> both need to or, figure out their quarterback situation. Yeah, or they need their quarterbacks just to keep keep continually developing because they are they are young. With this, this is to his third year. Very this possible. Is Mac Jones' Very possible, second yes. year. Uh, you know, a quarterback 
just gets better for the first 10 years of their career. You know, there's just so much to learn and you can develop. I've seen it. You've seen them happen. You've seen quarterbacks right. that are like, but you also need a coach when it comes to the Patriots, you need a coach. that's not going to throw his second year quarterback to the fucking wolves. And well, that's him, a big problem I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you've lost one whole year of development. You absolutely have. And Bill Belichick one of the greatest coaches of that. all time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, they didn't, uh, if we would have kept the, you know, you know, if Josh McDaniels would have stayed with us or Bibliacek would have not fucking been so big about his fucking stupid ass ego and got us an offensive coordinator it, that would have kept the same game plan in there that we already had. I think Matt Jones would have only improved this season. Very possible. Very possible. With that defense, went up. you wouldn't be fighting for the so. fucking seventh spot right now. You would no. already have the fifth or fucking fourth. Fucking fat you know ass Matt Patricia defense. fucked everything up this season. The man needs right. to be gone out of New England come the end of this season. I think right well, you after could this keep him last to make game, a defensive, a defensive assistant or something. You know what I'm saying? He well, needs yeah, to have, not have anything to do with the offensive side of the No, definitely. he's fucking All right, stupid. cool. So um, the only way I'm writing Dolphins down at six is if we're writing Patriots down at five. That's correct, right? Yeah, that, that's well, yeah, who I, I have. That. Yes. Okay. All right, yeah, cool. All right, so we're up to number four. Number four, we got the top four going on here. So uh, just a recap, number eight, Washington, number Jet. Number seven, Jets. Number six, Dolphins. Number five, Patriots. Number four, Brandon, who you got? I got the Giants. I got the G-Man here. Uh, they're coming in hot. Uh, you know, they're they're on a winning streak, I believe, like a two, two, three-game winning streak or something like that. Um, you know, they're looking to knock off the Eagles, I believe, in week 18. Um, you know, Brian Dable already said that he's not resting any of his players. It's all balls in um so uh, yeah you know uh i think the g-men are looking great yeah you could say saquon barkley's having a great season now which he is but dot but daniel jones has been hey who biggest... called that who called that in preseason who well yeah saquon yeah barkley. i agree no you let's did. who you said did. that you did you did, <laughs> you did. I you i'm pretty sure that. i criticized that or but... made fun of you for saying that but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah you were you were right on that he's had a uh, a good year. And, and, did, and did I disagree with you on that, Dad? No, I said if Saquon Yes, you Barkley did. You laughed. And you laughed and you and Rich teamed I up. Said, on, I said, you said he'll do it if he can stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. Yeah, I was big on that. I'm sorry. Go look at Saquon Barkley's history. What? This is like his first season I know, staying but you fully all healthy. I paid attention to him. He said he, he said he felt like a beast. He felt like nothing could hurt him. And I had faith in him. Yeah, I get. Yeah, and you all did not. Yeah, I was. I was wrong on everything about um uh the Giants. So, and uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not copying you, Brandon. But I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have the Giants at number four as well. I mean, yeah, I think right. that's that's right where they they're gonna fit. Um, yeah, they've. I mean, over, all I just say is real quick, Rich. All I gotta say is I think the biggest improvement has been Daniel Jones this season. And Brian Dable making Daniel Jones look this good because, like, Daniel Jones with Brian Dable has a massive impact on that. Like, Daniel Jones just last year looks like shit. We were all talking about, oh, yeah, he he's not a franchise quarterback, all this, all that. Now, one year in with Brian Dable, we're all like, holy fuck, Daniel Jones definitely earns a contract. He Who knows? He might even be their franchise quarterback if he continues playing like this. So I I don't know the Giants. And, and what you got to kind of remember, 
I totally agree with you, Brandon. I think that's a great fucking point. And I'm cool with you guys putting the G-Man at number four. That's totally cool. The other three, all three are just a little bit better, I believe. Not too much better, but they all three are just a little bit better than the G-Man. Um, but the great point that you're making is, and I think people need to remember, is Josh Allen sucked for yeah. a couple years. And Brian Dable had the ability to bring the best out of him and yeah. develop him. And is Brian Dable doing that again? Is he it the sure true quarterback like whisperer? Yeah. Is he is he the is he the guy that gets you know you see what I'm saying? I mean he he has the ability and and look at Josh Allen and then and then look, um, they're kind of similar quarterbacks. They both can run the ball. They both yeah. have good arms. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is Brian Dable just like I know these guys? I know what they can do. You know what I'm saying? I know their yeah. potential and pushes them to the end. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know, but um, you know probably this is multiple podcasts. Um, over and over, Brandon brought it up last podcast. I will bring it up again. Brian Dayball, coach of the year. Come on, let's quick. I, I'd yeah. like to see that. I'm uh, he would get my vote. I don't yeah, know if he's gonna win. I hope he does, though. I think, uh, let's yeah. quit kidding ourselves because I, I know. I mean, honestly, the reason why I have Brian Dayball simply, if you want to know the reason why, if someone came up to me today and said, Why do you take him as head of coach of the year? I mean, come on, dude. Last season, we were talking about the Giants being one of the worst teams in the entire National Football League. Now they went from being one of the worst to one of the best. They made the playoffs. They're locked in. Daniel Jones has turned his play completely around for the first time in Saquon Barkley's history of history. He finally stayed healthy. So is that credit to Brian Dayball, too? Did Brian Dayball say drink some fucking milkshakes and get some fucking health in you, bro, or something like that? I, I don't know, man. It, Brian Dable has just, like, completely turned this Giants franchise around. Like, he was like, we're not going to the seas anymore, boys. We're a train heading straight towards the light. So, yeah. you know, Brian Dable has just completely turned that franchise around. Totally yeah, I, feel agree. Like, I feel like he's got all the juice out of that Giants team as they can muster. <laughs> yeah. And I, and all the juice out of that quarterback, which is, yeah. and, and this ain't the first time he's done that. He's, this is the second organization he's had the ability to do that. And yeah. that is an amazing quality for a head coach. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. All that, right. That, number that, three, that. this is where it gets hard. We got Cowboys, Eagles, Bills left. Number three. What are you guys thinking? Rich, Brandon? you want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, all right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Eagles. I'm going to say the Eagles, uh, mainly just because their injury situation is – there's a lot of question marks on that team. Um, so you think they're not going into the playoffs powerful. They're going to limp. Well, they've the lost two games in a row, and uh, right. uh, they're going to backdoor their way into the number one seed. But if, if, that's, if, you, if, if that's even a reality, uh, I don't know how you – if, if if they win 14 games, they deserve a number one team. That's not really backdooring it. But, uh, uh, yeah, this is a team that looks like they could be one and done in the playoffs if they don't, you know, uh, get this some players rough. Get This some is players really back. rough for me. I agree. I agree with you, Rich, to a certain point because if Jalen Hurts, I think the Eagles without Jalen Hurts belongs at number three. I think the Eagles with Jalen Hurts belongs in the top two. Um, and that's hard. And, and like you're saying, they haven't had Jalen Hurts the last two games and they've lost. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I would be willing to possibly agree with you unless Brandon has something else on the on the table because I'm kind of well, I'm kind of with you because they don't have Jalen Hurts. Where's Jalen Hurts? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's the one that's you want me to end the argument for you, Dad. Who who do you got? Who do you got at number three? Eagles. I got the Eagles. I got the Eagles at three, only for the fact of that they're on a two-game losing streak. Uh, Now, like like you said, Dad, with Jalen Hurst, I would maybe push them up to two. But uh, Gardner Minshew, I mean, um, I I don't know. I I looked at highlights in that game against the Saints. I don't know what the hell that man's doing for the last two weeks. Now, I mentioned this last week, and you guys was was like. Oh, well, he was playing a top-tier defense. Yeah, that, that may have been true. I think they were playing the Cowboys that week. But this game against the Saints, he did the same fucking shit that he did against right. the Eagles. Exactly. I mean, against exactly. the Cowboys. He just stood there. He tried right. I want the team that's up and won running. Those, and, that's won those 14 games. That's the team I want. If we got that team, if we're healthy and I, I got Jalen Hurts, yeah. then, yeah, they belong in the top two. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if yeah, they got the Bills out of the top two or or Dallas out of the top two. They belong in the top two. But without yeah. Jalen Hurts coming off of those bad losses, they're I, I feel like you. I, they're not going to and all of the other injuries also. You know what I'm saying? Um, that all that all plays a power. Uh, that all plays a part in how powerful you are. So okay, yeah. cool. All three of us agree. Eagles. We got the top two. Hopefully, this will not be. Dangerous. Let's go. Number one. Who do you have? Number one overall, Brandon. Cowboys. I got the no Cowboys way. at one. Come on. I got There's the no Cowboys. Way. How are you gonna pick the they're Cowboys? Second week in a second week, second week in a month now that they're at number one. Um, I got them at number one only because that defense is still badass. Uh Micah Parsons is still livid. Uh, he's the man the defense of the has year. Definitely taking a step back. Um, the defense of the back end of that defense is riddled with injury and is well, very yeah. spotty. You can throw on this team if you get the time to get the ball out because that front half of that defense and their linebackers, the the front seven are amazing, like always. But if you got a decent offensive line, you can you can easily get um, play with this play against this defense. There's no way the Cowboys should be at one over the Bills. There's okay. no way I got at all. the Cowboys. Okay, I, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make a case for the Cowboys, uh, okay. and it's gonna be because Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak, Dak, okay, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, that has the same amount of interceptions as Derek Carr, and Derek Carr basically just got fucking fired, right. and Dak Prescott has played five less games. Right. So let's talk about. Yeah, Mr. well, let's talk about it. Uh, Mr. Interception, 14 <laughs> interceptions, the right. same as Derek Carr, who just got fired. Right, right. Um, um, but he also has 22 inter, uh, 22 touchdowns, and that, yeah, ties, in, that ties in with uh, Jalen Hurts, even yeah, though Dak Prescott's missed five games this year, although Jalen Hurts has missed two. Um, but he ties uh, uh, he's ties uh, Jalen Hurts on uh, passing touchdowns. And not only that, since Dak Prescott's been back from his injury, he's thrown more touchdowns than anybody, 22, because he didn't throw one in the first game. Uh, He's got 22 touchdowns, and that leads all quarterbacks in the NFL minus Patrick Mahomes, uh, who has 23 in that same time frame. Right. So that's the level that Dak Prescott's playing. Yes, he does have a lot of interceptions. A lot of them aren't on him, uh, at least – five or six, seven of them are just, you know, 
a, a problem with our receivers' inability to catch balls thrown right at right at him. But yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. But when you're talking interceptions, it's apples for apples because because Dak Prescott and Derek Carr they both have very top notch, um, great wide receivers. They both have top notch, good run, um, you know, tight ends. Although Derek Carr's tight end has been hurt almost all season, but now he's back. Derek Carr, their their offensive line are very right. similar. Everything's very similar. The the pressure, the amount of the that they're getting is is similar. There's no reason why he's thrown that many interceptions. There's there's right. there's no good re- besides the fact that Dak Dak Prescott is making bad fucking decisions. That's the well, problem. To to a degree, so, to a degree. I will say yeah, he's being extremely. I mean, I'm saying oh, okay. he's as, I'm saying he's as good as Derek Carr, which is actually pretty damn good. <laughs> You know, right. he's better, he's better than, better than all the other quarterbacks right. on this list. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But also keep in mind that, that these interceptions are all coming in the first half. Most of them are hardly ever coming in the second half. The one against Jacksonville, which was a fluke, wasn't right. his fault. That was a overtime. No, and then, then overtime. there was definitely but, ones that were not his right. fault. Yeah. But Dak seems to be way more aggressive in the first half of games. Uh, and in the second half of the games, he's not turning the ball over at all. And I'd also combine that with uh, the fact that our running backs don't turn the ball over. Yeah, right. in fact, Dallas leads the the NFL in turnover margin. Right. Yeah, they they create way more turnovers than they give. Um, right. So there's that. You know, our our running backs don't fumble the ball, so uh, we're not necessarily turning the ball over at a high rate. Even though Prescott does leave uh, is leading in interceptions right now, I think that's more of a part of his aggressiveness. I feel like he can turn that on and off at any time he wants to. And uh, and one more thing. And- one more thing, Dallas is averaging 35 points a game since uh, since Dak has been back as well. In fact, right now they're number two in the league in points scored. Uh, considering when Cooper Rush was playing, they were down in the low 20s in scoring. Right. So they've they've not only picked it up, but they've also made up that gap where Dak didn't play, and we're going to end up being the highest scoring team, and at least in the NFC, I think. Yeah, that's NFC, fine. The, um, the, that's fine. The, you guys have won this only because no, no, no. I don't. I, well, no, but I'm putting Dallas at number two. I, you're don't putting me, Dallas at number two. Yeah, I'm. I'm just making a case for uh, to Brandon's point of having Dallas number one. But I, okay, I do think. Can, can I make a point for no, Bill being make, number one? Let me. Well, let me finish <laughs> up. Let me. Let me finish up. Uh, the reason I put Dallas number two because, like you said, the the defensive injuries have really mounted up, and that defense is not the same defense in the first ten games. Yeah, you can score on this defense. You can uh, you can convert third downs on them. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's not way, it. That, if you you couldn't do that earlier on. But again, you can it's do apples it for apples. And if we if we have the Cowboys defense versus the Bills defense, they're both top two in there. And the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, in, in the NFC, the, the Dallas Cowboys has top two defenses. Probably San Francisco, Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? And in the AFC, the Bills is top two best defense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the the other one is arguable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whoever whoever's our whoever has it, and so their defenses are both very very fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the the weapons and the running game. Um, I think the Dallas Cowboys win out in the running game. They have a better running game. You know what I'm saying? But where it comes down to, I believe that the Bills have a better quarterback, and it comes down to that he's a little bit more accurate, he's a dual threat, um, and he seems he he has also struggled just like Dak with that with throwing those interceptions. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these two teams are, I mean, I've been 
I mean, they're going <laughs> one and two on our power rankings, but they're probably should be everybody's one, two, or three on overall the whole NFL power rankings. Right. So these you, two right. teams, these are two very good fucking teams. Right. I'd actually put Kansas City as above both those teams, but since they're I would not, too. Not I would I would probably have Kansas right. City one these two teams and the Eagles all jumbled up together somewhere. Yeah. So. And uh, to, to the point about I, why, the reason I would have Buffalo number one, and uh, it's it's because they've just been playing a little bit more consistent. And maybe right. maybe really the only difference has been the time management or the coaching because, all right, our coaches lost us that Jacksonville game and, right. and the Green Bay game. So, but that's yeah, not I, really I would definitely. I, if you go apples for apples, I definitely would give Bills the coaching, better coaching. Yeah. Um, although, uh, okay. although I think Mike McCarthy's, done a stellar job this year uh but he did blow some games on the time management because he can't figure figure that out but yeah. hey we're gonna win 13 games this year maybe and that coming off of uh dak Pres- losing dak prescott in the first game of the season if you would have said dallas is going to win 13 games uh nobody would have believed you nobody would have bought that so i gotta give him the credit on that but as far as Buffalo is just playing at a way more consistent level, not way more, but a slightly more consistent level at the end of the season, right. uh, which is evident by them just beating everybody they're playing. Right. And, and I mean, there's, and we could, you could keep going on and on and on in this, I, I believe because the bills have a harder schedule um, has had a harder schedule. And during their slump, they didn't win any, they didn't lose any games. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was throwing interceptions and they kept winning games. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. he looked bad, but the defense was strong enough to pick him up and win him the game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, the coaching has been stellar the whole time. They both have top-notch wide receivers. That you know, I mean, I think they're they're very equal. This would yeah, be this, a great Super Bowl. This would be a great be. Super Bowl. Bills Cowboys would be a great fucking Super Bowl. Well, if the Cowboys beat them again in the Super Bowl, that's I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna love yeah, it. That, that would be right. Yeah, beat him twice. Got it. Yeah. But, that was yeah. '90s, though, Rich. '90s are coming back, buddy. It's uh, <laughs> bringing bringing the '90s back. I don't know. All right, cool. So that is our power rankings. Let's do it. Bills number one, Cowboys number two, Eagles number three, G men number four, NFL boy Brandon's Pats come in number five, Dolphins fall all the way from two all the way down to six, and of course the two eliminated teams, Jets and Washington wrap everything up there you go so that is our power rankings next up we are going to go into games of the week week 18 before we take a look at these games i want to do just a couple things with you guys what's on the line um in week 18 so for the eagles the eagles can clinch the nfc east division title with a philadelphia win or a dallas loss they can clinch the NFC number one seed with a Philly win, Dallas loss, and San Francisco loss. Or or a Philly win or a Dallas loss and a San Francisco loss. Okay, so are we sure about this? Because I don't know that San Francisco is going to play in the in Philadelphia's situation, right? I mean, like if Philadelphia yes, loses. No, no, I'm 100%. I've researched this before I went in. It has to Philly can win and they're in. Oh, okay. yeah, we, they win and they have clinched the NFC number one seed. Yeah. If they lose, they can still get the number one seed if Dallas and San Fran both lose. Yeah, but if San Fran wins and they get the then San Fran would yeah. be in it. Yeah. Vice versa. I would okay, really I, focusing on Philly yeah. though. 
Right. If Philly wins and San Fran wins, Philly's going to win. Philly yeah. wins. It. If Philly wins, they're done. They they yeah, won. If Philly got, wins, okay. But they still even have a chance, even if they lose. That's the amazing thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Even okay. if they lose, um, they still have a chance. The Dallas Cowboys gets a little bit harder. They clinch the NFC East division title with a Dallas win plus a Philly loss. They can clinch the NFC number one seed with a Dallas win plus a Philly loss plus a San Fran loss. That is amazing. There you go. To know that the Cowboys could win the NFC East, but still yep. not get the number one seed. Yep. Yeah, but it dropped to San Fran. They've won, I think they've won like eight or nine in a row at least, right? They, yeah. They're on exactly. a huge yeah. win. Yeah, streak. San Francisco, yeah. honestly, I'd probably put them at the top of the NFC East right now. They're yeah. the scariest team, I think. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the um, NFC is concerned, they are the scariest. Um, I totally agree. All right. AFC, the Bills, they can clinch the AFC number one seed with. We do not know the answer to this question. It is very unclear, and this is where it comes in. It all depends. This all depends on what the NFL decides to do with the Monday night game that has been canceled. That's what we know right now. The game will not be played. Um, So however they want to deal with that, if they do um, percentages and rankings, the Bills get screwed. I mean, honestly, they're going to lose the I number think about one, the... Um, the number one seed overall to Kansas City. Um, so maybe they're not going to do that. They've also talked about a couple different options, which is doing that, letting Kansas City winning it, but only letting them choose either a buy or home field advantage. One of the two. Um, they see, take one. The Bills get Kansas the other. So. Well, and that's fine. It's better than the Bills being screwed. I mean, I don't know. It's more equal. That's all they're saying. I mean, honestly, or I think the, the not third option was. Game. Hold on, just one second, because the third there's one more option they've been mm-hmm. talking about, which I think is the craziest option overall, and it's what I referred to back in the podcast, and that is creating an eighth seed, and they would create an eighth seed on both, and that would totally eliminate the buy. The the old number one overall, nobody would get a buy in the NFC or the AFC because there's eight teams and everybody has to play in the first week. So those are your three options. That's what the NFL is talking about. What do you guys think? I mean, ultimately, like I was trying to say, if you're not going to play this game anymore, I think the only right thing to do here is, and I know it's a little fucked up because of the circumstances that took place on Monday night, but if you have ultimately decided to cancel this game and you are not going to play it anymore, the only right thing then to do is to give it the Cincinnati Bengals the win. They had the lead when the game went on on suspension. It was seven to three. You have to give the win to the Bengals. No, you can't. You can't give a win to nobody. It's a it's a tie, maybe. But how is it a tie? It wasn't tied. It was seven to three. If it would have been seven to seven, then yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there's a good answer at all. I um, I don't like Kansas City getting screwed out of the. I mean, you got players giving their all. You can't really like, yeah, uh, tell them they've they've won. You know, or can't you know split the home field advantage and the bye week? I, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's going to take the Kansas playoffs. City wasn't going to win the number fucking one. 
Yeah, well, if, if Cincinnati would have won that game, they would have, or they would have been going to the bit. The Cincinnati wasn't going to win that game. That's the whole point. I had the I had the Bengals winning that game. Yeah, it's not a, it, uh, there. You also have the Dallas Cowboys over the Bills in yeah, our power rankings. So yeah, I actually had the Bills. I had the Bills winning that game as well. But uh, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna screw a team here, I think it unfortunately has to be Buffalo. I think okay. you. I think right. um, that's what I think that's what Brandon's saying too. Yeah, sure. I, I kind of I think that's the only real way. I mean, I'm not I, I think, saying to screw I think, anyone. I thought I, you, the, well, the that's most... the problem, Brandon. You have to screw somebody yeah. because I mean, the only way to not it. screw somebody. No, is no, no. What, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I think the NFL should have done the normal fucking thing, which would have been scheduling this game out for maybe a Tuesday, Wednesday, Man. Thursday. What were I now? Something like that. Before Week 18 repits up, you play this game again. But now that they've chose to ultimately not do that, I'm saying ultimately, e- either way, if you if you choose not to play this game again, you're kind of screwing the Bills and you're kind of screwing the Bengals at the okay, same but time. Right, but, right now it's Thursday, and we just yeah. now got information today about Hamlin that would put everybody at ease enough to possibly play again. Right, yeah, and, you play, and you play like, this it- game on a Friday. I mean, we have no other NFL. They have to turn around and play the fucking Patriots on Sunday. Yeah. No, you flex our game to Monday night. I mean, you flex it till Monday night. Yeah, but that's still, that's two games in in five days for an NFL team. That's craziness. Um, Yeah, you're kind of right. If they would have played this game Tuesday or Wednesday and something would have, if the guy would have like gotten worse, you know, then, then that window was. It wouldn't have been a good good time to play anyway. I feel yeah. like I feel like uh, maybe a coin toss, you know, uh, or Buffalo should forfeit. I think, which is I think what I texted earlier. Buffalo should forfeit, yeah, forfeit the true. game, give Cincinnati the win, um, and then let the playoffs. I mean, ultimately, I don't think the Bills should have to forfeit. I think the win should automatically go to the Cincinnati Bengals. If if you came out and said like Roger did. Goodell did today, and you said that you are not going to be flexing this game at any time. This game is over and done with. Then you should ultimately give the win to the team that had the lead, and that's the Bengals. It we need at seven and three on the suspension. You should give the Bengals the win. It, 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 they had I can the go lead with that. Win when the game was weirdly canceled. I mean, that's no. It was an unfortunate halftime. It was an unfortunate end of the first quarter. They didn't have the lead at. No certain time they just had the lead that one second, that one minute when this dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it was an unfortunate yeah. event that took place. But Roger Goodell, being as stupid as he fucking is, decided this game's not going to be played. Well, then, therefore, the winner should be the Bengals. The game can't be played. When are you going to play it? You don't have I no mean, time the, to play it. The the best the best option if you were going to play it in my opinion the Demar Hamlin the Demar Hamlin shit came out this morning why couldn't we be playing the the game right now eight o'clock at night we could be playing the game right now as the logistics of it are impossible they just did a walkthrough today was the first time the Bills have practiced on Wednesday uh, yesterday so they they just did their very first practice of the week you see what I'm saying I mean they haven't they you have to give a time. To, to prepare, I think the best time would have done it would have been the first week of the playoffs in the and created an AFC buy. Um, the AFC, the rest of them are by. You're you're showing all the NFC games and and you're showing this game for a makeup game. You know what I'm saying? And these two teams are forced to play straight through. 
And it's, so they're going to have to play every week. They don't have, you know what I'm saying? Um, that would yeah, be it, your only it, option. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of suck. I just feel like you should minimize the damage as much as possible and not really affect the other teams. Like, uh, okay, the the 18th playoff in is your, ridiculous. In oh, your yeah. guys' scenario, I just want you all to know, not affect the other teams. In your guys' scenario, and you automatically giving Kansas City the first overall pick, that what you did was you just boosted Cincinnati and the team you screwed over was the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens no longer have a chance to win their division because you all made that decision. And that is, and so that is the other team. There's and that's the reason why this is a bad decision. There's no team. Okay, you're you guys, both of you guys, what I hear from you all is being like, if anybody's getting screwed over, it has to be the Bills. We'll have to screw them over. Well, even now, if you're not playing the game and you screw the Bills over, you're going to screw another team over because of how okay, but at the same time. If you end this game in a tie or act like this game never happened in history, you're therefore then kind of screwing Cincinnati too. So, I mean, either way, you're. Yeah, I wonder. Cincinnati. I wonder if the NFL I mean, if gonna... Cincinnati was a part of it. So, if, I would rather Cincinnati and and the Bills both get screwed if we're going to keep teams innocent teams like Kansas City and Baltimore out of it, and then they're not getting screwed. Then yeah, I say screw the two teams that were involved. Definitely. But yeah, I wonder if the cool. NFL is going to wait till after this weekend to make those the, those announcements. Uh, and just see like how they, this, yeah, it seems it, like it, they can't. They have to announce it before this weekend because it's going to change whether these teams need to play their starters or not. Well, it could put them put it, it could put them in the situation where they have to play their starters because. Right. Which is with, just with, dirty. That's very dirty. It's a little dirty. It's a little okay. dirty, and it's it's Weasley for the NFL, but they could kind of weasel them. It could all work out. Maybe maybe Baltimore wins or loses. Right. Uh, yeah, we are and it's kind of work the, its way out. That is so <laughs> fucked up what, what is Russia it? said. Nothing. I'm laughing at this dumbass. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. We we could have a whole podcast on this. Just yeah, this we're just gonna have to see how it plays so, out. We're, yeah, we're gonna have to move on. We're gonna have to um, clear this up. We are deep into it at one hour and thirty minutes almost. So the let's uh, next topic. There you go. Uh, which team gets screwed less? There you go. That's, that's uh, <laughs> or which group of teams get screwed less? That's what the NFL has to decide. I do not, um, you know, feel. Uh, well, I do feel bad for them. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, it's a tough decision. It's going to yeah. tough. There's going to be fan bases that are pissed off because of your decision. I hope you make the right one. I don't know what the right one is. I mean, honestly, it's kind of a trending thing, though. We have a piece of shit commissioner that runs stupid Dude, ass decisions up in like national Roger football. Goodell. He's a fucking good. Roger Goodell is fucking ignorant as shit. The retarded idiot made fucking dumbass decisions like this Whatever, all the dude. time. The NFL has blown He's fucking, fucking up ignorant. under his command. He has nah, blown hell the no. NFL up. Hell no. What? What? Whatever. Making stupid they, ass decisions. Yeah, I agree. They the blow world. that shit up. They're the greatest fucking sport in the world. In the world. Okay. Okay. World. But not because all at all his... to do with Roger Goodell. That Definitely is single-handedly all to do with the owners. Single-handedly, no, all to do with the owners. Has nothing to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna say the players. How about that? Yeah, there you go. The players. Yeah, I could agree. I could agree with that. At least it's yeah. not right. stupid ass. So our we're, next, we're gonna get into our NFL East Week 18 preview. 
All we're going to do, we got four games to talk about. That's really cool. All four are all in the NFL East. We're basically playing each other. That's what we're doing. Um, but before we do that, real quick, I got to run through these numbers because, you know, everybody needs, after a serious conversation like that, everybody needs a good joke in our NFL East December preview. That's weeks eight, 13 through 16. Oh, we God. were ridiculous. I said the Miami Dolphins were going to go 3 of 1. Of course, they went 0 and 4. Rich said the Buffalo Bills were going to go 2 and 2. You Buffalo hater. Of course, the Buffalo Bills went 4 and 0. They're playing Brandon, good. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brandon had confidence in his pat saying they were going to go 3 and 1. Uh, once again, Brandon, just like you did the first, uh, the first month, they did the opposite of that and went one and three. There you go. Uh, the New York football jets, for some reason, why did I have so much confidence? I said three and one. These dudes followed my dolphins and went oh and four. Cowboys, here, here's the closest that anybody got rich. Said his cowboys were gonna go four and oh. And they went three and one. Good job, Rich. You were only one yeah. game off. That ain't bad. Yeah. And that's that an overtime loss. Over overtime loss. We should have won that game. But we what the hell did I have the commanders going? I'll tell you here in just a minute. But first, Rich was kind of hating on the Eagles, saying they were going to go two and two. And they also went three and one, just like the Cowboys. The Giants. This is unpredictable. This ain't even fair. I, I think I should get the point for this because the Giants, I said they were going to go two for two. And of course, they went one, two, and one. Isn't it? I mean, a tie is a win, right? So isn't that two for two? Isn't that the only one, right? I mean, I think yeah. I came the closest. Um, but I mean, it's just going for it, ties in the National Football League is fucking stupid. It's so stupid. I hate ties. Um, that that was messed up. And then once again for the Washington Commanders, um, two and one is what they were predicted at, and they won no games at all and went o oh, two and one. So, I mean, if you put an O in front of that two and one, we got the prediction right. So, yeah. You know what I'm I mean, yeah, we were a hot mess for a podcast that focuses on the NFC. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. I can only we, imagine we, we these people no, are probably like, what fucking idiots? The yeah, worst December like, of oh, anybody. <laughs> I'll listen to your guys' shit, but I'm definitely not going to, to the, the betting game on this. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, here we go. Of course, what we have to do now is predict games. So, you know, don't listen to us. We're probably wrong. Um, oh god we're doing this again i was hoping we wouldn't we only got one game it's the this is the nfl east week 18 preview we have the jets seven and nine jets against the eight and eight dolphins who do you guys got i got miami winning that one they're they've got in their backup quarterback yep they've got the most to play for i'm gonna i'm gonna say that gives them the edge yeah, I uh I got Miami winning this one too. So okay. All right. Um, I think this is a very even match. Um, if Salah brings the house with a very good defense, only because um the Dolphins are on their third and fourth string um quarterbacks. That's why. If they can get to the quarterback and create some havoc, they can get some turnovers, they can get some turnovers, they might be able to win this game. But um but they do have, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and I think the Dolphins are going to run the ball a lot in this game. Um, that's what you need to do is run the ball, um, and then give your quarterback and let him um, do a Tyreek Hill on some short slants, stuff like that. Give him some easy reads, hit him on the run. Um, I really just want to see once again. I've said this earlier in the year. 
I want to see if the Dolphins can get through a game without a quarterback getting hurt. I mean, there you go. That's mm-hmm. you know, our multiple quarterbacks getting hurt. Um, so there you go. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have no faith in Glennon. I don't have no faith in Skylar Thompson. I have no faith. Um, I do have faith in the coach. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the Dolphins are going to win this game only because they're the better team. But right now they don't have a quarterback that um, has me 100% confident. You know what I'm saying? And the Jets have a badass defense. So there you go. So um, I do got the Dolphins winning this game. Next up, Patriots. Eight and eight Patriots travel to Buffalo. 12 and three Buffalo Bills. Who you guys got? I feel like Buffalo is going to win this one. I think uh, it's going to be an emotional game for him probably in – um, you know, hopefully, I think the like we we're going to know what the outcome of the last Monday night game was by the time this game comes around, right? So, right. so they're still going to be playing for that one seed. Yep, supposedly. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it's you know, yeah, not uh, if they give, not if they give uh, the Bengals the win, because if they give the Bengals the win of that game, then no, the Bills um, are not playing for the number one because Kansas City will have it. Unless yeah. Kansas City loses. Unless Kansas City loses, which they're playing the Raiders, right. which the Raiders really should have beat San Francisco last week. So that's uh, true. You Bill, if you're the if you're the Bills, you have to win this game. Right. You have to win this game and hope Kansas City loses. Yeah. And um although I don't think Kansas City's gonna lose. So yeah, but they're still I think they'll still they'll dedicate the game to uh um their teammate and right rise to the occasion. Um cool. All right. Brandon, yeah, Brandon, what, Brandon, what did you say? You, you, what do you think? I mean, it's simple as I got my Pats winning and making the playoffs. So cool. Yeah. Uh, it could be a good game. I think the Pats are going to play as hard as they can. So, yeah. I mean, Definitely ultimately, will. I wrote down that uh, I, I think this defense is, is going to play good like they have the last couple of games. Um, so ultimately, I, I think it's just going to come down to how do the Pats offense play? Do we play? you know, good like we did against the Bengals and like we have a couple of times throughout the year, or are we going to look like the high schoolers? I mean, ultimately that's what it's going to come down to me is if we play like a high schooler team, like we have looked like for over half the season, then the bills are probably going to beat the fuck out of us. But um, if we can look good, like we did against the Bengals and people like that, um, you know, a couple other games, like we have, um, I think we got a shot. I mean, either way, it's going to be a really, really good game. Um, but it, it's just going to ultimately come down to how does that offense look under Matt Patricia? So, cool. All right. Um, I think that um, I'm with Rich. I believe Buffalo is going to win this game. They're going to be at home. They got a lot to play for. They will, um, you know, dedicate this game. And yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I, I don't even think it's going to be a contest, but um, it is against a very good Patriots defense that knows the Bills very well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I'm never going to count Bill Belichick out, um, but, you know, so I think it should be a good game, but I think the Bills are going to be motivated to win. So, all right. NFC no, nobody East. circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. That's right. As they say. That's right. You know, and and who knows? I mean, you know, they could decide on the eight eight team scenario, and that means the Dolphins and the Bills, or Dolphins and the Eagles, or Dolphins and the Patriots, both would be in the playoffs. So there you go. 
even with the Patriots loss. So um, NFC East Cowboys, 12 and four Cowboys at, I hate doing this, seven, eight and one Washington. Um, I do not this. I don't think this game is going to be interesting at all. Um, Maybe Ron Rivera is going to be playing for his life. Um, I wonder if he still thinks he has a shot at the playoffs. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what if he thinks he does? He's like, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> his, his best coaching job in in his career. <laughs> right, exactly. I, yeah, I have no idea. This is a, this is iffy. This is if they play their starters, if this, if that. Watching some scoreboard. Oh, shit. Looks like they're going to win here. Let's pull all the starters. Cowboys is who I'm talking about. That kind of stuff. Yeah, um, playing for the next game. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be very competitive. I do still, even though I have the Cowboys pulling it out, getting their 13th win of the season, which is pretty amazing when you start the season with a backup quarterback. Um, pretty cool. Um, but that's who I got. What do you guys got? Yeah, I think um, uh, there's definitely going to be some scoreboard watching on this game. Uh, Cowboys seem like, well, obviously they have to, they've got three playoff spots to play for. So they have to, they have to bring it. Uh Although if the Eagles are up by 21 points in the first half, I, I could see the Cowboys pulling all their players. No reason to play them at that point. Um, so that's, it's going to be dependent. It's going to be dependent on what's going on in the rest of the league. But uh, I think the Cowboys feel like they're going to try to win it. Uh, I think Mike McCarthy wants that 13th win. Uh, Dallas has only won 13 wins in a season once, I think. So this will be like the second time. I think Mike McCarthy wants to have that on his resume. So when he gets fired, he can say, at least I won 13 games. Uh, yeah, not that he's going to get fired, but maybe. Uh, so, um, yeah, I think Dallas pulls us. Pulls us they're probably going to win this game, but they could lose it if if there's nothing to play for in the second half and Washington decides to, you know, have a good game. So, but I'll pick Dallas if I'm going to put money on it. All right, cool. I'm uh, I'm going the other way. I'm going Commanders win this game. Um, Commanders. Yeah, I got the Commanders winning. Uh, yeah, I don't, it, you know, Sam Howe starting, and this is actually his first start. So the Cowboys have no no gameplay whatsoever of Sam Howe um, to review. So I, I think Sam Howe is going to come out and kind of like stun the defense, and I think he's going to do enough to win it. So Cool. Even really though I was cool. big that, on them in the draft, anyways. Yeah, exactly. That'd be a fun. That'd be fun to watch. You know what I'm saying? That'd be definitely fun to watch. So, pretty cool. All right, let's talk about the team that already has their 13th win, and of course, that is Eagles. They are going to be at home, 13 and three. Eagles taking on the nine, six, and one G-men. Um, they're looking for to go into double digits in the win column. Um. I, this is the best game out of the four, in my opinion. I think this is the best game. Eagles are going to be playing. They want that number one spot. They're going to be um, uh, going all out. Giants started, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, people need to watch out for the Giants. They started their their playoffs last week. So this is the second game of the playoffs for for the Giants, and they are just busting through a brick wall. And they're, um, it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to go down to the wire. Um, if Jalen Hurts does not play in this game, I got the Giants winning easily. Um, the defense will tear them up. 
um, there will be snow angels. There will be um, wreckage. Wreckage. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but on the if Jalen Hurts plays, I think the Eagles are the better team. And um, you know uh, the Eagles got a really good defense. Um, they're going to look to shut down the run. Yeah. It's, this will be the best game. This will be the best game out of the four games. I believe this will be the best game. Yeah. I feel like the Eagles have to play this game like they're playing this, their Super Bowl. I mean, right, right. And not just hyper, 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 hyperbole or hyperbolic about it. Uh, the, there's a lot of stakes. Uh, they could either be sitting home next week with home field advantage throughout the playoffs, or they could be going to Tampa Bay and never get to play another home game again. Or you might not be able to have that choice, and you have to choose between having a buy or a home field advantage. It could be very. Yeah, easy. I can't. <laughs> I mean, what if that, that's one of the that options? That's one of the options they're looking at. That's so, so fucking. I mean, gosh, so what if the Eagles done. are like, what if they choose that, and the Eagles are like, well, fuck it, it doesn't really matter then. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but still, you get to choose one. You get to choose the bye week, or you get to choose home field advantage. You get right. to choose. So that's kind of yeah. cool. It's still yeah. worth playing for, I would think, right? Right. I, I think I'd, they'd rather have both, right? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. If you yeah. if you've busted your fucking ass and have won thirteen games going into week eighteen, you you deserve a shot at at getting both, right? Right. That's that, that's how you I mean, start. They already the last off. last year yep. they eliminated to only one team. It used to be two teams got that. Now only one so now team to, gets that. Right. Right. So, so I mean, you're fighting for something only one team gets. You can't right. take half of that prize right. away. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I just feel like the Eagles are just going to throw everything at, at the kitchen sink at, at trying to win this game, and I don't know if the Giants are going to be that concerned with it. Uh, that that'll be the question. Now, if they want to play spoiler, I mean, like if this was a must-win playoff game for the Giants, could they still beat the Eagles? I mean, I think the Eagles are clearly the better team than the Giants, uh, and they are playing at Philadelphia. But I, I think I, I totally agree with that statement that you just said, except. I believe the Eagles, with all of their injury, their backup quarterbacks, their um, their offensive linemen out, two de- two key defensive players out, um, they've lowered themselves to the Jets. I mean, to the Giants, and now yeah. they're more equal to the Giants. Yeah, they've closed that gap. They've closed that right, gap exactly, yeah. exactly with those yeah. injuries. A, a healthy Eagles, I think they're better than any team in the NFC, maybe other than San Francisco. Yeah, and, Alex, full healthy team. You know what yeah. I'm saying, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, this will definitely be a tense game. It depends on how it gets played. I do think the Eagles are going to win this game, though. Okay. Cool. Yeah. They just, I just, they, they just, if they lose it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the happiest person on Sunday night, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be like that means that means you know, the, well, if the Cowboys, I'm providing the Cowboys win, that means they, right. if the Cowboys end up winning the NFC East, even if they don't get the one seed, I'm just gonna be. That's going to be cloud nine for me. I'm going to be right. I'm going to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, wrap us up. Well, who do you got? Uh, I got the Giants winning this game. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. So I, I got the Giants winning this that game. It sucks for you, Rich, because you know we're not good at predicting. We've already. Yeah, we, we, yeah we just went through our predictions. Yeah, we suck so. at it. <laughs> well, see, it, it, the thing is for me is uh, I got the Giants winning with or without. Jalen Hurts playing in this game. Um, I, you know, like, like you were that saying that, um, it's tough. Yeah, it, tough. like you were saying that, um, the the Giants playoffs started last week. I, I feel like they have to come in to next week 
off of a win. They need that kind of motivation heading into the yeah, they can't come in playoffs. off a loss. They can't. Yeah. Do that. So yeah. Uh, with that kind of motivation, I think Brian Dibble is going to get his uh, guys ready. I think it's another going to be going to be another good game for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Um, and I, I think, like you said, Dad, if Jalen Hurst is playing, I think it's going to be closer than expected. If Gardner Minshew is playing. Those last two games that he's played in, if he looks that awful again against this Giants defense, New Orleans doesn't have half the defense the Giants have. They are about to fuck yeah. Gardner Minshew up. So that, that um, and that's that was the wreckage that Richard was laughing at that I said. Yeah, you know there there'd yeah. be like you know little yeah. cuckoo birds floating around his head <laughs> yeah. while you know, <laughs> yeah. was going on. Well, well, here, here's an interesting here's an interesting fact. Uh, uh, the Eagles, they lost to the Commanders the second time they played them. The Eagles, they lost to the Cowboys the second time they played them. Uh, this is the second time they play the Giants. So, yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 thing about that, Brandon, and I, I do like the the points that you have brought up. The Eagles have a very good offensive line, um, a whole lot better offensive line than than the most. Well, teams. except you for the backup saying? right tackle, except for the injuries on the right yeah. side. That's and that's what yeah. I was saying. That's that's where it drops that level. And so you put, you know, you put Kayvon and those guys coming off the right side and you test that motherfucker. He's going to have to step up. He's a backup, you know. A backup, well, I mean, not only that, right tackle, if you watch the highlights, that's what he's been doing. And that's what I meant by right. Gardner Minshew these last two weeks. Hasn't looked like the same Gardner Minshew that we was used to seeing in Jacksonville. He's making ignorant plays like he's just stepping up, scrambling around and then just allowing the sack like he doesn't yeah, look like he's rusty. making smart. Yeah, but I'll say, yeah, I'll say Mitchell, he did not look bad against the Cowboys. He did have a couple of interceptions that but they weren't even his fault. Almost. They were just great defensive plays, uh, but he like he did not look very good against Seattle. Right. Uh, so. I totally agree. All right, fellas, that's it. That is week 18. There we go. We got four games. I love having four games, all of us playing each other. Let's fucking do this. Um, winners are in. You know, some people need some help like the Dolphins. There you go. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Um, I think that was a great show. It was an extremely long show, but I think yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I just want to end this just by I'm not going to, you know, do nothing stupid. Um, I'm giving a shout out to the NFL. Come on, NFL, get this decision right. This, yeah. is, this decision yeah. is huge. This is um, a huge decision. And um, just get it right. Get it right. Whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. So there you go. That's all I got. What do you guys got? Anything before we take off? Uh, shout out to the uh, quarterback's wives. <laughs> there, there you go. Quarterback's wives. <laughs> yeah. The hotties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There no. you go. No, it's all, all coming. Right. It's going to be exciting last week in football. Really will be. Cool. I and totally it, uh, agree. It's gonna be a lot of week. fun. We will be back Tuesday, and um, that'll be a lot of fun. And we'll be talking about these games. So, cool. Everybody, good. We're yeah. good. All right, get this right. NFL. Peace.